0: This is a Diet of Brussels. Who gets to decide things in treaty reforms in a renegotiation? Well, there's a whole range of people who get involved in this kind of thing. On the case of the British government, there is going to be a negotiating team of some kind. David Cameron has already indicated that George Osborne, the Chancellor, is going to be the lead in that team. But you'll also have people such as Philip Hammond, who is the Foreign Secretary, uh, cultivating the links that he's already put in place during his uh, short time in office before the election. But a lot of the technical work, the fine detail, will have to be passed down to Whitehall civil servants, uh, more junior members of uh, Osborne and uh, Hammond's team. And the more sensitive and difficult issues will get passed up to uh, David Cameron uh, and uh, his negotiations with other uh, parties. Now those other parties primarily are the other member states. The EU is founded on uh, the basis of uh, international law. So a series of treaties agreed between member states which create this organisation. So the guardians uh, of those treaties, in terms of the owners of those treaties, are the other member states. So that means uh, building coalitions, uh, having negotiations with uh, the other 27 member states. Now in some cases those member states are going to be relatively sympathetic, but in other cases they might well not be. Just as the UK has uh, varying degrees of interest in what goes on elsewhere in the EU, so too does the rest of the EU have varying degrees of interest in what happens in the UK. So local politics, local political situations are going to be important in all of this. And so one of the other key actors in this is going to be the European institutions themselves. So you've got the European Commission... Uh, who uh, will be uh, a key uh, arbiter between uh, the different parties, trying to find some kind of consensual position, whilst also protecting, uh, as it sees it, the integrity of the treaties as they stand. You'll doubtless have input from uh, the President of the EU, Donald Tusk, uh, who will also want to play uh, a similar kind of role uh, to the Commission. And there'll also be doubtless helpful chippings in from the other institutions, from the European Parliament, uh, potentially from the Court of Justice if there are questions about changing the legal order. And uh, everyone else is going to have an opinion, uh, just as I do too. Again, in terms of who uh, makes a decision, ultimately it depends very much on what it is that is being agreed. If there's a treaty revision then there is a formal process laid out in those treaties, which requires uh, approval by member states uh, and a ratification process. If it's something which is more of a uh, statement or some kind of uh, memorandum, then that logically is done between the heads of state and government uh, in the European Council. At this stage quite uh, what form negotiations will take and what outcome there will be remain unclear. But it's useful and helpful to think a bit about the situation that David Cameron uh, finds himself in, that he needs to think about the situation that different political leaders are confronting. So to take just two uh, obvious examples, Germany, at the moment is in a situation where it is uh, faced with a struggling Eurozone economy with lots of challenges to uh, strong growth. You have Angela Merkel, the German Chancellor, who is facing federal elections uh, the year after next. Now, her interests are going to be shaped by that situation, that she has an interest in maintaining uh, a steady uh, macroeconomic situation which won't be helped by the UK leaving. But also she wants to protect the uh, framework that Germany has contributed to uh, with the treaties. Similarly, if we think about Greece, Greece has got other things on its mind right now rather than what the British want to do. And again, how much it is sympathetic to the British agenda at a time where the British might not have been terribly sympathetic to the Greeks remains to be seen. Again, the key lesson from all of this is that European politics is about national politics very much, both here in the UK and elsewhere.